Welcome everyone to Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon, and I'll be your mindset coach this afternoon. Today, we're going to be talking about what's happening in the world. Is it going to lead to something good, or is it going to lead to collapse, something like a recession, something like poor times, bad times, where people are suffering, where people are not happy, where people are afraid? And what I want to do today on this episode is to talk to you about the mindset that we need to have if anything does happen, but also to see what is happening. And then look at both sides because there's always going to be multiple sides to a story, right? They always say it's going to be their side, your side, and then the truth side, right? But when we look at mainstream media, when we look at what's going on in the world, what is really true, what is going to be false? And what has been happening over the years is that we have been fed a narrative. We have been fed beliefs that don't help us, ideas that don't help us. If we look at who we are as people, we are strong. We have fallen so far from where we were and we need to get back. So let's start to get back to that power and we can do that here in session. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share this video with anyone who is going to benefit from a mindset shift. So what is going on in the world? Let's take a look back at January 6th. January 6th was when they had a rally in Washington, D.C., and there were some people who went to the Capitol, and it caused a huge uproar. People got hurt. Police officers got hurt. There was some civilians that got hurt. Some lost their lives. After the incident, some officers had lost their lives, probably lost their livelihoods, their jobs. A lot of people are afraid. And if we fast forward, what's happening to all the people who had went into the Capitol? Those people are going to be having to face legal challenges now because they're going after them, saying, oh, you were a terrorist and you breached the Capitol and it will cause a security risk and we need to get down to it. So people are getting sent to court. People are getting locked up behind bars because of January 6th. Now, let's rewind a little bit. When George Floyd was murdered, people rioted, right? They were upset and they said, no more, defund the police, and we're going to do what we're going to do. We're going to show that we're angry. And if we look at Portland, what happened in Portland, they took over Portland, the city of Portland or an area of Portland for about a week, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less, give or take, right? Of course, police came in, dispersed everyone, arrested a few people, of course. But what is the difference between January 6th and what happened in Portland? Let's look at the mindset. So the mindset what happened in Portland is going to be someone was killed by a police officer and we need justice because it's not just that one death because it happens so frequently. Now, of course, it doesn't just happen to one culture. And of course, we can beat a victim, right? I'm a victim. Poor me. This is happening to my people. Why don't you rise up? Why don't you raise your people up? Why don't you educate your people and help them? Because 
What is allotted to me is allotted to you too. And you might think, no, that's not true. It is true. It's just that you don't want it to be true. People would rather be a victim than be a victor. And I talked about it on the Monday podcast. I talked about it on Motivation and Motion, Season 3, Episode 1. 98% of people fail. They don't achieve anything in their life. And if they do, it's minuscule to what they're able to accomplish, meaning they have so much more potential, yet they don't do anything with it. It's a waste. So people go around wasting their life, wasting away, and then they complain when something doesn't go their way. So yeah, sure, we can be upset. We can take over a city in Portland. We can be upset and we can go into the Capitol and say we're going to hold the Capitol until things go our way, right? We can be in Canada right now and we can say we're going on strike and we're going to have a trucker march and this is going to be the way we fight. Now, looking at the mindset, everyone is doing it so in a way where it's supposed to be peaceful, right? Now, if we look at the most damage done between those three, right? Because those are three serious events. January 6th, George Floyd's right, Portland, and then we have the Canada Truckers March. Now, which has caused more mayhem, more destruction, more harm, more fear? Maybe not fear, because I'm going to talk about that in a second. More destruction, more harm is going to be the George Floyd riots. There was no camaraderie. I was down there. I was in Austin when they blocked the highway. People were stopping regular folks who were going to their jobs to make a living for their family. And they were upset at the police. Okay, I understand that. You could be upset. But why stop regular people from living their life? Because you're upset. And people protested in front of the police station, rightfully so, right? But there's a big difference between stopping regular folks from living their life, and then for you protesting peacefully because there was more fights during George Floyd riots. There were people getting hurt, mugged, robberies, looting. It was there. Now, January 6th happens. Of course, there's going to be disorderly conduct. There's going to be people doing the wrong things, people breaking into areas that they shouldn't have. And of course, there's going to be repercussions for that. You do a stone walk into someone's home, look through their stuff and think everything's going to be okay, especially if it's on camera. So that's said and done. But then we look at Canada. We have a peaceful trucker march, right? They are protesting the mandate and they just don't want to have to take any substance that's not mandatory in their eyes because especially for truckers, right? Because they're by themselves most of the day. And of course, they have to maybe go in, do a delivery, things like that. But why mandate that for them? And of course, we can say, my body, my choice, all we want when we take away abortion from women. But when it comes to putting something in our body that the government tells us we need, guess what happened? Oh, no, you have to listen to the government. The government's right. They know what's best for you. So the government knows what is best for us, yet they don't tell us in our school to start investing at a young age. But when the government tells us to do something, we are 
front and center, what do you need, master? Because we're so willing to do what they say because somewhere in our mind, we put the government as leaders, as the authority, and we have to listen to the authority. We have to listen to the man. We have to listen to someone else's ideals for my life, for your life. And how is that going to be helpful? Because if we look at who runs the schools, who makes the curriculum, last time I checked, there was no investing classes. Last time I checked, schools are still not teaching children to balance a checkbook or about investing in stocks. It's not part of the agenda because wealth is not part of your agenda. They want you to work. Maybe if you work hard and be nice, guess what? Maybe you can buy a house with a white picket fence and you can afford a family. But the way inflation is going up through the roof, you're not going to be able to afford anything. Yet, they tell you to stay inside. They say, mask up. Be careful. Don't see your family. You just abide by their wishes, by their demands, by their desires to keep you down, to keep you complacent. But there's ways where you can grow right now, today, and not allow those limiting beliefs that you have become accustomed to throughout the years of your education, start to shed them. You don't need them. And I have people coming to me trying to get rid of those limiting beliefs. That is what I'm fighting. You have something in your mind that's stopping you from being more than what you are right now. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Because if you don't have the life that you want, it's because you're not able to get it because your mind is stopping you. And you have beliefs that are not conducive to you reaching success. And then, of course, you might reach success. You might have some success. But then you have a belief that's not going to help you in the long run. Look at cancel culture, for example. What's happening there? CNN is losing reporters and they just lost their president all because of a scandal. And if we look at their ratings, not that great, especially compared to last year. Because last year they had the C word. And guess what happened? People were afraid. People needed to understand what was going on. So people flocked to this. And then, all, of course, all this misinformation stuff started to happen. Where's cancel culture? Canceling Dave Chappelle, canceling Alex Jones, canceling Joe Rogan. Doesn't matter who they cancel. Because if someone doesn't operate in the bounds of, you're not being a good boy and listening to what we say, guess what daddy's going to do? They're going to send cancel culture out to you. And then looking at Whoopi Goldberg's case, recent, brand new, just happened. She said some things. And of course, I'm sure she's apologetic, but her belief is not going to change. She's just going to stay silent. Okay, I guess I can't say what I want to say. So I'm just going to zip it and follow the script. So people can't even be themselves anymore because it's going to offend somebody. It's going to make someone angry or sad. And of course, we all have opinions. I don't want you to change your opinion for me. I don't want you to change your opinion for anyone. I want you to believe what you have to believe because that makes you you. That makes you who you are. But you have to take a step back sometimes and see the whole picture. But even if you can see the whole picture, you're only going to see your truth. Because if we tell ourselves something long enough, it becomes our truth. 
And even if we are proven wrong, factually or visually, we are still going to keep our belief. We're going to be in denial. And when the stores run out of food and when the government turns their back on us, we're still going to be in denial. Oh, things are going to be okay. And I have faith. I'm optimistic. And if we look at the economy, we're going downhill again, even more. In January, we just lost 500,000 jobs. Now, of course, we gained some jobs too, right? We're going to gain jobs. Businesses are opening, right? People are going to be optimistic. Let's see what 2022 is going to bring. Our New Year's resolution are still in gear. We're trying to get to who we need to be. Now, it's difficult to say that these 500,000 jobs are going to be a detriment because there's a labor shortage. So there's already people struggling to find work. And then I know people who are looking for work. It's almost like a 50-50 thing where people don't want to work for less, minimum wage, things like that. So now people are getting $16 minimum per hour because that is now the standard. And it doesn't matter about the minimum wage. Inflation has gone up so much where people need at least $16 to be able to make ends meet because they have to pay their food, their rent, the gas to get to work, any things that they need for their life like clothes, toiletries, the necessities. Yet, we're so worried about a podcast and we have to cancel certain people because they're spreading misinformation. And we urge people to go get a shot that they don't need. Well, what if someone said that if you get pregnant by a person and you don't want that baby, you're not allowed to get an abortion, but my body, my choice. And we go back to that over and over again. It's not about the agenda anymore. It's about your belief, your opinion. And people want their opinion to be spoken back to them. And they want everything they say to be done. And as long as that happens, everyone can be happy. But people are not happy when they get everything. They want more. People are greedy. The thing about givers is that they're going to keep on giving until they have nothing left. But right now we're living in a world of takers. And everyone's going to take, take, take until there's nothing left to take. And that's the mindset many people have. Give me, give me, give me. I'm important. And I'm not saying that you're not. Of course you have values. Of course you mean something. Of course you have a purpose, a gift. And you shouldn't squander it sitting in a corner waiting for tomorrow for a better day. Because people are fighting for their lives figuratively and literally. And we have to understand that. Just because someone likes a certain person or dislikes a certain person or doesn't like how someone said something, or doesn't believe in doing something that someone else says, it doesn't make them an enemy. Just how you like a different color, I like a different color too, maybe. And you might like the same color I do. I'm not saying that you don't. But at the same time, if you don't like my color, then you are someone I'm not going to associate with. Because I only like people who like my color. I only like people who listen to me. I only like people who do the same things I do. Now we're just sending people off into places that they don't need to be. And what do you think that's going to do to the world? It's going to create even a further divide than what it is. 
forget defunding the police, crime is on a rampage. And there's only going to be a matter of time before it comes to your doorstep. And in Austin, for example, liberal city, a blue city, crime through the roof. They don't have enough police force. And people know that they're going to try to get away with things. And with everyone moving away from the blue states, New York, California, flooding, Florida, Arizona, Texas, all of those places where freedom is still there. You have to wonder, why don't people from Florida or people from Texas who believe in the mandates and believe in the government, why don't they move over to New York or move over to California? Number one, they have freedom to be where they want, right? They have freedom to live the life that they want, yet they're not giving us the freedom to choose what we put in our body. It's just interesting. It's Cash-22. They can make the rules, but they can break the rules. And then now we're left with the divide. And when people can't come together, it's going to create more friction. And that friction eventually is going to lead to a spark. And if the situation is right and all the elements are there, that spark is going to lead to a fire. And that's not what we want. We want to be able to switch our mindset to look at someone regardless of their color, regardless of their belief. And we can say, I know you have a different viewpoint. I know you have a different color. I know you have a different religion, but we're still people together. And then if you look at who we are as a nation, guess what? We're all on the same team. We're all Americans. We want to make sure our livelihood is going to be taken care of. Yet, we open up our borders, and it's only going to be a matter of time before we open up the North borders, and all those Canadians who don't want the mandate come over to the United States. I wonder if they will be welcomed as much as our southern border friends have been welcomed. I can make a, a guess that that's not going to be the case, because they want to know who they let in. They want to control everything the way they want. And the thing I don't like about certain people is that they try to control certain people that they shouldn't have control over. You have teachers, and we're going to talk about this next week, telling your kids how to be. You have schools forcing your children, wear a mask. If you're of age, you have to take a shot. And parents are all for it. Oh yeah, my child needs this in order to be safe. Yet you defund the police. And we're fighting a a virus that's not going to cause much harm more than make you sick for two days. And of course, people get sick and people are going to pass away. Both from that and the shot. And whether they have an underlying health issue or not, it gets count as a Death under the sea word. And we have to understand that too. How many of those deaths are real? How many of those deaths are just there to make us afraid? Because fear is going to be the last component when everything falls. Because if we look at where we are right now, we're in the yellow zone. And that yellow zone is going to be that people are just not meshing well together. They don't know if to stop or they don't know if to go. 
So there's going to be some internal conflicts going on. And if we look at the economy now, everything is going downhill. Shelves are going to be struggling to stay filled. And then now people are going to be panic buying. So now there's not enough food to go around because people are hoarding. And then someone's not going to have anything. So they're going to panic. They're going to have fear. And they're going to look out for their family. They'll do anything they have to do, whether that be loot and steal or take from someone else, which is stealing. But then we have to look at the next thing. If we get that bad, stock market's going to crash because there's no food and people are in fear mode. I need to take my money out. They take their money out of the stock market. And now everything starts going downhill. And the government's going to hide this from you as long as they can. They're going to say everything's okay. We have more jobs coming. We have, we have a record case of people recovering from whatever they recover from. And then now they have a plan. If the economy crashes, which it will, we have a war lined up. Russia and Ukraine is ready to go. Because we understand that a war is going to drive the economy. If we drive the economy, we can fix our recession. It's all planned out. But looking at the mindset, if they think this far ahead, why are you not looking that far ahead in your dreams and your goals? Most people are just making through the week. They might have a vacation lined up. They might have a date on the weekend. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing things that are going to be impacting your future 5, 10, 15, 30 years from now. So if the collapse happens, what do you do? Do you just hope and pray and wait for Superman to come save you? Or do you start to take action now, work on yourself, become a leader, become someone who's going to make their own choices? And whether you get them from CNN, Fox News, Infowars, doesn't matter. You make your choice, and then you understand this is my belief. And you can hold on to your beliefs as long as you want, whether they're really true or if they're actually false. So yeah, you get to decide how you want to live your life. But at the same time, you can't tell people how to live their life. You might say, well, why can't I tell people how to live their life? Do it. But no one's going to change for you. There's a reason why 98% of people don't achieve great things in their life. It's because they would rather choose complacency. They would rather choose mediocrity. They would rather choose sitting down and listening to mommy and daddy, listening to the government, listening to scientists that have been disproven again and again, that have been caught up in their lies, in deceit, all for a dollar and all at the expense of you. They use you, they mistreat you, they manipulate you, and they have you right in their hands. And you have to break free. You have to break free of that hold, of that bondage, and set yourself free. And find your own truth. And it could be their narrative still. But at the same time, understand if you're wrong... Who do you believe next time? Because we learn from our failures, not from our successes. Someone is going to be wrong. 
right now we're about 50-50 in how people view everything, that means 50% of people are going to be wrong. And those people who are wrong need to start thinking, why was I wrong? What did I do wrong? Who did I believe? And that's going to show you everything you need to know. That's going to show you that the path that you have been put on is not the path for you. You have a different path. You have a more righteous path that's going to lead to your purpose, your gift, and your best life yet. So if the world burns down, does your world burn down too? My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach here in Austin, Texas. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to my channels and to the podcast so you can stay in the loop on how can you start to make your mindset more powerful because the purpose of you is going to be unique. What you can do in the world, no one else can do. How you do it is going to be unique and we need that type of creativity. We need that piece of you to come out and we can't be hiding behind a lesser version of ourselves, waiting for a better future. So if you want a better future, stay in touch, share this video, and we can begin to start to make progress to the people we need to be. Until the next episode of the podcast, everyone take care.